Hey there, Kaniacs. I'm Jared Ellis of the new Kaniac Chronicle, and you are listening to Locked On Hurricanes on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. Amazing selection of parts at reliably low prices at www.rockauto.com. You can find the show on Twitter at LO underscore Hurricanes and myself on Twitter at Jared Ellis underscore 96. Um, so today, guys, um, I am back. Um, I had to go out of town to handle some uh, stuff there. I'm sure you saw on our Twitter page um, what was going on there. So I won't bore you with that. But I am back. I'm ready to get back into the swing of things. So today, um, we will have a recap of the qualifying round and round robin uh, tournaments, um, well, rounds, I guess, <laughs> uh, a preview of the Hurricanes' next series, um, and a look at the draft lottery for tonight, um, which is at 6 p.m., I believe. Um, now, um, looking at the qualifying round and round robin of what happened there. Um, we'll do the Eastern Conference first. Okay, so um, in the first seed in the Eastern Conference, you have the Philadelphia Flyers, who finished with a 3-0-0 record in six points uh, in the round robin. Second, you have the Tampa Bay Lightning, who went 2-1-0 with four points. Then you have the Washington Capitals, who went 1-1-1 one, one, and one with three points. And finally, you have the Boston Bruins, who went 0-3-0 oh, oh with zero points. Now, as far as the um, Eastern Conference qualifying round, rowing around, whatever you want to call it, um, you had the number five seed, Pittsburgh Penguins, Go up against the number 12 seed Montreal Canadiens, and the Canadiens won that series 3 to 1. So, big upset there. Um, next, you have the 6 seed Carolina Hurricanes against the 11 seed New York Rangers, and the Hurricanes swept the Rangers three games to none. Um, whereas, uh, going into that one, everyone was like, Rangers in three, Rangers in three. Yeah, well. The Rangers lost in three. Um, so number seven seed, New York Islanders against the number 10 seed, Florida Panthers. And the Islanders won that one three games to one. Thankfully, the Panthers didn't get swept there. Uh, you had the gentleman sweep by the Islanders there. Um, but kind of disappointing. I kind of wanted the Panthers to move on because of Lucas Walmart, but eh, not really surprised. Uh, that the Islanders won that one. Uh, last night you had the final series um, in the East. You had the Toronto Maple Leafs, uh, a, the eighth seed Toronto Maple Leafs against the number nine seed Columbus Blue Jackets. In the Blue Jackets won that series three games to two. Uh, last night the Blue Jackets shut the Maple Leafs out three to zero. Um, so. Really, in the East, the only upset really was the Canadians and the um, and the Penguins uh, in that one. I think everyone's kind of agreeing that the Blue Jackets and uh, Leafs could probably go either way. 
Um, but yeah, I mean, I guess you can maybe qualify as upset because of uh, all the offensive power that the um, that the Leafs have. But I did see one thing last night that I do agree with is that the Leafs are built for regular season success, not playoff success. Um, and I do agree with that. They really don't have much defense. <laughs> um, so I do agree with that point there. Um, but I'm not really surprised that the Leafs, uh, once again, lost in their opening round in the postseason. Uh, that's very on brand for Toronto um, there. Now, in the West, um, in the um, number one spot, you have the Vegas Golden Knights that went 3-0-0 with six points. Number two, the Colorado Avalanche, who went 2-1-0 with four points. Number three, you have the Dallas Stars that went 1-2-0 with two points. And number four, the St. Louis Blues that went 0-2-1 with one point. Um... I was uh, kind of surprised um, that Vegas got the number one seed there. I mean, I'm not surprised because they're a really good team, but I really expected Colorado to get that uh, number one seed, uh, but they got the two seed. Um, but in the qualifying round in the West, you had the number five seed Edmonton Oilers up against the number 12 seed Chicago Blackhawks, and the Blackhawks won that three games to one. Another big upset. Both 12 seeds moved on. Um, I know my dad was happy about that because he is, after all, a Chicago fan. Um, num- next, you had the uh, number six seed Nashville Predators against the number 11 seed Arizona Coyotes, and Coyotes won that series three games to one, and I am very happy about that. I know a lot of people may not have been given uh, Arizona much of a chance going into that series, but damn, they pulled it out, and they're in the, that was their first postseason victory, I believe, like eight years. So good on them. Uh, they're fixing to go on and play in the playoffs. Uh, next, you have the number seven seed Vancouver Canucks against the number 10 seed Minnesota Wild, and the, the Canucks won that three games to one. Um, the, uh, fuck, what was it? What game was it? I remember one of those games I was listening to at work, and that shit was fucking wild. I, I, it was the uh, fucking series clinching game. Excuse me. Um, that shit was wild. Uh, I really enjoyed that one. Kind of hate it because uh, Eric Stahl's you know, not in the playoffs anymore, but you know, good on Vancouver uh, uh, for moving on there. And finally, you had the number eight seed Calgary Flames uh, win go over the number nine seed Winnipeg Jets three games to one. Um, and kind of not surprised Calgary went over there with as many injuries as Winnipeg had. So I'm not surprised on that series. Uh, but I will say if Winnipeg was healthy and they had everyone, that could have been a very different outcome. I will say that. Um, but... That is um, how everything is set now. Um, now, looking on into the actual playoffs, um, we will look at that in just a moment after a word from today's show sponsor, Rock Auto. We have I've told you guys about Rock Auto before. Um, now, Rock Auto has an amazing, amazing selection of car parts for just about anything you could want, really. Um, 
whether it's a really old classic car, a somewhat newer car, um, or a brand new car, or if it's something kind of old and some might say crappy or something like really high end, they're going to have parts that you need on there. Um, I guarantee it, and I guarantee you those parts are going to be way cheaper um, than you may find at other places. Uh, I've, of course, been looking at parts to get an uh, old truck running again, and I have found parts on there way, way cheaper um, than I have um, on other sites and stores, um, and not just like, you know, a couple bucks cheaper. I'm talking like 20, 30, 40 dollars cheaper. Um, so seriously guys, go check out um, rockauto.com and whenever you go over there um, to rockauto.com, make sure you tell them um, that you heard about us from Locked on Hurricanes, Locked on whatever, um, but make sure you tell them that you heard about them from us. Um, so that does it for that, um, guys. Um, now looking ahead um, into the new bracket, um, I guess you would say, of how everything is looking. Uh, as I wait for it to load, because it's taking a second to load. Um, um, but as far as um, all those go, um, there guys, um, you had a few upsets, um, but... Overall, I feel the more deserving team won in pretty much every series. Because, um, I mean, you look at some of the upset series of like Chicago over Edmonton. Edmonton's very heavy on that top line of um, McDavid and Drysidle. You look at the goals. It was pretty much those guys that scored almost every single goal. And I, I heard once the st statistic. Um, where I think all except one goal, either McDavid or Drysaddle, were on the ice um, for in that series. I already mentioned, you know, Calgary had Winnipeg been healthy. That could have been different. Um, uh, Arizona over Nashville. I feel Nashville really didn't live up to their expectations this year. Um, so in Arizona, they're, they're a very uh, talented team, you know, when everything is clicking. Uh, for them, and that definitely showed in their series. Um, as far as Montreal over Pittsburgh, and going in, that was the one that everyone was like pretty much on upset alert for that one. Um, Pittsburgh was another team that kind of just didn't live up to expectations this year. Um, again, I mentioned you know Columbus and Toronto. Um, I mentioned that one, and everything else kind of went pretty much how you expect, really. Um, so, looking ahead, um, we'll start with the West first. You have the Vegas Golden Knights going against the Chicago Blackhawks. Colorado Avalanche uh, against the Arizona Coyotes. Dallas Stars against Calgary Flames. And St. Louis Blues against the Vancouver Canucks. In the East, you have the Philadelphia Flyers against the Montreal Canadiens. Then you have a rematch of the first round from last year. Um, with the Tampa Bay Lightning going against the Columbus Blue Jackets. And then you have the Washington Capitals against the New York Islanders. And then in a rematch of last year's Eastern Conference Finals, um, you have the Boston Bruins against the Carolina Hurricanes. Um, and actually looking at the bracket, um, 
if the Hurricanes make it past the Bruins, they will have a rematch from either the first or second round of last year's playoffs there as well um, because they would play the winner of the Capitals-Islanders series. Um, so that is pretty interesting there. Um, I will say as far as the round robin went, I do feel um, especially as far as Washington and Boston go. I feel a lot of those round robin teams did not take um, that round robin, uh, for lack of a better term, uh, seriously, um, because it wasn't a win or go home thing. You know, if we lose, you know, three games, we're going back to whatever city they're from. Um, so they're like, we're getting in regardless. So what is there to play for? Um, so I feel there wasn't the motivation for those teams because um, everyone was saying, oh, you know, Washington and Boston were struggling. They couldn't score, blah, 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 blah. I think that was honestly just because they didn't care because they didn't have anything to play for and they weren't going to break their backs uh, for no reason because they're like, okay, we're going to fucking play in the first round anyway. What's it matter? So that is my opinion. They just didn't care that if we win okay, whatever, if we lose, whatever. That's my opinion on how it was there with the round robin. It just that that motivation wasn't there for those teams, especially in the case of Washington and uh, Boston. And something that I did see um, interesting last night was that the number one seeded uh, round robin teams going into the round robin are now the number four seeds. Um because neither won a game. Um, your defending Stanley Cup champions did not win a game. Well, both uh, the teams that played in last year's Stanley Cup didn't win. And I also saw a few other interesting statistics as well. Um, going from the 16-17 Cup, uh, where it was the Penguins that beat the Predators, every year since then, they've both teams have exited a round earlier because you had the Stanley Cup year, Next year, they lost in their conference finals. Next was second round. Next was first round. And this year was qualifying round. Um, So I found that to be pretty interesting. Um, I also saw this uh, joke one. The Thrashers and Leafs have advanced to the second round the same number of times since 2004. Obviously, Thrashers are now... um, the Winnipeg Jets, um, but again, just showing the Leafs' poor performance over the past few years. And here's another, um, because you had, uh, going into the season, all the guys that left Columbus, all their big-name guys um, who went out to other teams to get paid and whatnot, are Timmy Panarin, Sergei Bobrovsky, and Matt Duchesne have all been eliminated uh, before the Columbus Blue Jackets have. And I did see... Um, just going further off of that, um, Columbus Blue Jackets management will never say it publicly, but you'd better believe they're taking note that the players who left for greener pastures, you know, all these guys I just named are now all out of the playoffs. Meanwhile, the club that was left for dead plays on. So that's interesting there, um, for sure. Um, and I did see the thing, you know, just people buying into uh, John Tortorella's system and how he coaches, and I really believe that um, there. Um, so, 
is going to be an interesting playoff, that's for sure. And really, especially if it were to be a, quali- a team that played in the qualifying round that won the Stanley Cup. Everyone's talking about the asterisks and whatnot, um, beside like the win or whatever. Honestly, yeah, that asterisk is probably going to be there because of how weird this was. But also, that team had to play even more games um, than you normally would. Because normally it's just 16 games. Um, yeah, This year, you, know, you had the Canes. You know, we played 19 games. Um, at minimum. That's just minimum. There could be you know, games 6, 7, or uh, games 5, 6, and 7. Um, and then you have, you know, say it's Columbus that ends up winning the Stanley Cup. Their entry round went five games. So you had to work even harder this year than you would a normal year. So it's pretty crazy this year. Um, that's for sure. Now, looking ahead to the Bruins and Hurricanes series, um, we'll talk more about that um, on Tuesday or tomorrow um, when their actual first game is. Um, but just a quick little thing on there. Um, I definitely think it's going to be a tough series because I do feel the Bruins didn't take that round robin serious um, because, once again, they had nothing to really play for other than seeding. And even if it was my opinion, I'm like, like if we win a game, okay, but if we lose a game, I'm not going to sweat it because it's not a winner-go-home thing. So I feel them, as well as the Capitals and the other round robin teams really to kick it up a notch. Um, I will say in the Bruins game yesterday, they did not look good, uh, which could be a thing of them just not clicking them, just not playing like they're supposed to, um, or them just not taking it serious. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how that goes. It's definitely going to be a hard fought series. That is for sure. The Bruins are no joke. Um, we played them once in the regular season and we lost. Um, but this year I do feel, you know, the Hurricanes are older, um, and they got that experience under their belt now and they're already in game, game mode. They're ready to go. They're firing on all cylinders. Everyone is, you know, top to bottom in between the pipes. Everyone's good to go. So Hurricanes are ready to go. Um, Bruins on the other side, you know, you know, they're also another year older, and they're an older team to begin with, so that may affect them a little bit. Um, but ultimately, I don't really think so. Um, it's just really going to be, can they, was it them not playing good um, because they didn't care, or them just legitimately not playing good? So we'll see that tomorrow. Now, as far as today goes, we have the draft lottery. Um, tonight, um, or the part two of the draft lottery, really, um, because tonight it's all the teams that were eliminated from the qualifying round, um, because the number one pick, um, is held by a placeholder team. So as far as who can win it tonight, it would be either the Winnipeg Jets, Minnesota Wild, Nashville Predators, New York Rangers, Florida Panthers, Toronto Maple Leafs, Pittsburgh Penguins, or Edmonton Oilers. Now, there are definitely some teams where I do not want to see them win. It's kind of obvious Toronto, Pittsburgh, Edmonton, or New York. 
because honestly, if they win, that shit is fucking rigged. You know, for one of the NHL's cash cow babies um, to win the first overall pick and get Alexis Lafrontier, I believe is how you say his last name. But for him to go to one of those teams, fuck that. Um, that shit was rigged, especially if it's Pittsburgh or Edmonton. Um, because you had Edmonton that used to tank real bad, you know, to get players, and you had um, Pittsburgh, you know, uh, getting that first pick, you know, for Crosby and all that shit, you know, around the lockout time, uh, way back in the early, mid-2000s. You know, fuck that if one of those win. Um, you know, personally, I'm on the fence um, with Florida. Um, I feel... That franchise needs something good, um, because Lord knows they need it. Um, that franchise is struggling big time down there in South Beach or Sunset, Florida, I guess you could say. Um, part of me wants to see him go there, Alexis Lafrontiere, because you know that's going to be the first overall pick, because that franchise needs something to bring breathe life into them because going into the season they looked really good and they looked like they could be dangerous but then you look at how things ended you know Bobrovsky looks like he just took a fucking payday um and played like I mean he made some really good saves in that qualifying round series I'm not going to discount him for that but he did not play up to expectations and right now that is looking like one one of the worst contracts in the NHL because they're paying that man $10 million a season. Um, and Lord knows he ain't playing like it. So it's, yeah, part of me, that franchise needs it, but is toxic, I guess you could say. Not necessarily toxic because that's more like New York and Toronto there. Um, but just as the history that franchise has of just being a very poor franchise, uh, not poor, not in the sense of money, but you know, poor is just not successful. Part of me doesn't want to see him go there and see his career ruined straight from the get go. Um, just because of the history that franchise has. But also, they do have uh, Quinville as their head coach, um, and he is a good, he's a good coach. You know, he's not, you know, some, he's not Mike Babcock, you know, from Toronto. Um, that's a total ass. I mean, I'm sure, you know, he's hard, he can be a tough coach, but, you know, he's good and he knows what it takes to win. So, part of me wants Florida, um, because that franchise needs something, um, but I'm also like, uh, that that team eh, maybe not the best destination um but on the flip side there are some other teams i think would be interesting um really uh minnesota um because that team needs some good young talent up there um because they're just kind of middling around right around the playoff bubble um not really going anywhere so eh uh, Winnipeg would be another one that's just kind of like middling around, not really doing anything. Um, so, eh, but 
Nashville, they got talent. They don't need him. New York, they got the talent. They don't need him. Uh, and again, I already talked about Edmonton and Pittsburgh. Toronto, it would be interesting if he went there. I definitely, I don't want him to. Um, just because Toronto's Toronto and they have, you know, a shit. They don't need him. They don't need him. Um, they need defense. Uh, well, I mean, you know, you know what I mean there. Um, but they need experience, not rookies. They need people that can play tough and right now they again they need experience um they need to go after i really think they're going to probably blow up the team there i've seen a lot of things uh trading nylander nylander how you pronounce his name um i i expect some big big changes uh coming uh with toronto soon so draft lottery is definitely going to be interesting to watch um tonight um well, I'll be at work, but uh, I'll definitely be keeping up with it, with it that's for sure. Um, yeah, it just thinking about the draft lottery, it's going to be, it's definitely going to be interesting to see how things go tonight um, and who actually gets it. I feel Florida's probably the most deserving, but... It's Florida, and we all know them. But I, I kind of want Florida to win it, but I kind of don't. It's a double-edged sword, that's for sure. If not Florida, I'd maybe say part of me wants Minnesota, but that's another one. They had all their GM stuff going on, and just kind of like, eh, I don't know there either. So it'll definitely be interesting to see how it goes tonight. Um that's for sure. Um, whoever gets it, they're, they're going to get a damn good player, that's for sure. Um, but that does it for today's episode, guys. Um, tomorrow, we will, of course, recap the draft lottery um, of who got the first pick, and we'll go down you know, where everyone's going to be picking. Um, and we'll also have a more in-depth preview of... Um, the series against the Bruins that officially starts tomorrow and I do want to remind you guys about the upcoming live episode it will once again be at well-traveled beer in downtown Goldsboro North Carolina um, August 20th um, I believe episode will will start the live episode I believe around 6 30 um, but again I will discuss that more with you tomorrow because we are now running out of time. But mark your calendars for August 20th for the next live episode. And with that done, now go listen to the latest edition of Locked On NHL. You know they're going to be talking a lot about um, how the round robin and qualifying round went. They're going to be looking at these upcoming matchups and all that stuff as well as the draft lottery. So go listen to that, guys, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.